I'll keep it short and sweet, audio listener. The intro today that was a, was a brand new parody of it's Citizen Mug. I'm sure you can guess the film. Makes zero sense on audio. So if you want to see it, head on over to Rumble and watch it. But uh, you can leave a review and a rating that helps with the algorithm, which is an artificial brain that shouldn't matter, but it does. I uh, use the code word Citizen Mug. Put it in there. It's for fun. That was a bipartisan sip. Aggressive. Don't start. Aggressively bipartisan. <laughs> oh, don't start? Okay, I'll just sit here idly. <laughs> okay, start. All right. <laughs> That's the theme of today's program. <laughs> we scheduled it in, in advance. Uh, a little bit. Is bipartisan. Hey, you guys, so let's just bring this up here. Let's bring up the top sheet really quickly. <laughs> the Senate border bill. We're going to explain that. We're going to explain where it is, by the way, before it goes to committee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's because a lot of people think it's already passed. It's law. And then once it goes through the Senate and then it goes to the House, like this happens a lot where the story then reemerges and people don't necessarily know where they are in the process. This is not going to make it through the House, just to be clear. Uh, we're also going to discuss uh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. And whether interviewing dictators, uh, which he has not done. Uh, with a nation uh, at, with which we are not at war, is ever appropriate. Spoiler alert, it's been done many, many, many times before. Yeah, yep. And then we'll also be talking about uh, this new woke kindergarten initiative that, uh, well, basically costs the schools more money and lowered test scores. Oh, good. So That's great. Progress. I have a few questions. We're going to ask you a few questions today. But um, what do you think when you hear Democrats come out and say, this is bipartisan? You think that's a good thing? Thanks. <laughs> That's the playbook. Watch. You're going to have this on, on the news for the next three, four, five days, and it'll reemerge yep. once it goes. They're going to say, bipartisan Republicans, your move. When they say bipartisan, they mean uh, one of those things where uh, everybody loses, just to be clear. And notice the closer you get to the top, the fewer people who are involved. They're much closer together. Someone like a Mitch McConnell, very, very close to former Vice President Joe Biden. Very different from your local representatives when you have a wider sample, mm-hmm. wider sample size. And uh, also, what do you think about, uh, about Tucker Carlson if he interviews Putin? Do you think uh, that's a problem? And if you, know, if you could spend one day with Vladimir Putin and not be locked up, what question would you want to ask? Assume you're Brittany Griner where you get off scot-free. <laughs> <laughs> For the Lord of War. As, yeah, of War? Merchant of Death. Merchant of Death. Yes, Merchant of Death. Yeah. No. Good trade. Good trade. That wouldn't even be a good trade in the WNBA if there was a player named Merchant of Merchant O'Death. It wouldn't even be a good and trade if you got the entire WNBA in exchange for this guy. No, no. I'm saying even if there was a player, Merchant O'Death, like there was that uh, good of a player, yeah. which okay. there isn't because they're women. Yeah. You, mean, you mean a player that yeah, can the, dunk? The, the yeah. Merchant of Death in the WNBA yeah. scores 12 points. Yes, exactly. <laughs> in a whopping landslide. She, but they she's the dunks. Merchant of Death. She can beat a, a, a varsity player. <laughs> varsity oh. boys. Varsity boys. Yes. Deal with all these death miss. Death miss. Death. Nailed it. We'll call it manslaughter. All right. Number two, Captain Morgan, how are you? Oh, and if at any point today during the show, which I guarantee you, you will see. You will. This. That's the YouTube dump on head on over to Rumble because we don't want to be on YouTube anyway. Captain Morgan, how are you, sir? Doing well. How are you? 
irritated. In third chair. I'll answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear us, you know him, you love him. Friday, March 1st, he's going to be in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, boy. Yeah, Des Moines. Oh, boy. One of the quad cities. The lesser quad, Josh Firestein. Thank you for your service. How are you? Corn Town. We're coming. <laughs> Corn, that's what I call it the morning. I call it Corn Town. Well, you know, in Indiana, they have, it says, uh, there's, it's like, Indiana, we're more than just corn. Yeah, the says, they're Welcome not. to Indiana. It's corn. <laughs> it's not corn. Just, we're more than yeah. just, show them the corn. <laughs> and the sign's in a corn field. Yes. Dang it, Jerry. They only want to see the corn. That's why they came here. Come on. Dance with the one you brought. Yeah, we're the Huskers. One who you brought, brought corn. It's a different state now. But yeah. Iowa's cool. We'll see you there. Yeah, Iowa's. Iowa's. So, <laughs> come on. No, good people in Iowa. Yeah. Great wrestlers. Yes, I did not enjoy my time in Bettendorf. Brock Purdy's from Iowa. I don't know who he that is. is. Brock Purdy, the quarterback the of the San Francisco 49ers, playing that the Super Bowl oh, next week, and I am not doing that. He exchanged cow manure for people mm. poop. People, that's true. Switched, yeah. All right. So this is something we all want to watch. And by that, I mean, I was told to avoid this. So yes. that we would watch it on air fresh. So like I have had to, av- as, as, as I've gone through the news, avoid like the plague. Do we have it up uh, and working? Yes. Okay, good. We had a little mishap with our, uh, yeah. our track. Well, just the overlay thing. So uh, Nikki Haley was on SNL. Okay. And uh, she made a cameo, I guess, that was so bad. Mm. Uh, that everyone's talking, and, and I was specifically asked again, like we said, not to watch. Have you seen it? I did see. Oh, it. I wasn't asked. Gosh. I wasn't asked not to watch it's it. It's like yeah. he shakes his Christmas presents before the morning. No, I saw. I saw, <laughs> I saw this more organically. I did actually. that once uh, when I was a kid. I shook it and I was like, "It's a power pen." It was a comedy. It was one of those things in comedy where the like where everyone's on the phone. Hey, man, you got to see this great comedy performance by presidential candidate. What the hell's her name again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how they talk to you <laughs> by presidential candidate. Yeah, that's what all my, my all my friends talk to me like that. Yeah, <laughs> you have to see this this joke from uh, President Pro Temporum of this. What? All right. So this is Nikki Haley, uh, potential future president of the United States on SNL. I told them that if they would do this that South Carolina would wrap their arms around and take care of them. I now officially work for you. There is nothing that you can need that we won't make sure that we deliver. Sorry, right (laughs) clip. Here's the SNL clip. I was just curious, what would you say was the main cause of the Civil War? Um, And do you think it starts with an S and ends with a lavery? (laughs) Yep, I probably should have said that the first time. And live from New York, it's Saturday night. God, I didn't think moms could ruin SNL even more. <laughs> Jeez, why would you invite her on? What do you mean? What's why would you invite her on? They want to have her on because they want they they want to give her a boost. You know, it was great That's for SNL. Yeah. Oh God, God, they she. It, I don't know if you watched all. You didn't watch the whole thing, obviously. Uh, no, I didn't. I but, thought I was going to see the whole thing now. I, did I didn't know people still watch us. <laughs> we just we just saw it's like a longer a shortened version. it's a longer clip, but they had uh, someone doing Trump. Oh no! So someone's doing Trump, and we she's have a like good guy responding. To, yeah, he's he's all right. Yeah, and uh, he's she's responding to that guy, like basically just talking shit to, to Trump. Mm-hmm. It was like like she Whoa. the kind of thing she wouldn't do in person, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. kind of thing she want, she wanted to wouldn't do in person, well, and two that people don't usually do in primary races, right? Yeah, if, when she gets in front of Trump, if she ever does in debate, she'll freeze like a oh, yeah. musical. Well, she's she with Vivek. She's the same thing with Vivek. That's my whole point. She will never get the opportunity to do it to Trump because she's not a serious candidate. That's she a good asked. Point. She said that on SNL too. Her. She said she said if you're not afraid of anything, why won't you debate debate me? That's what she said to Trump uh, yeah. on SNL, and it's like oh uh, uh, yeah. Thanks, SNL. 
What? What did that bitch say? I don't know. I'm busy winning. I thought you said you didn't watch it. <laughs> is that, oh, that's no, probably pretty much what he did. They did a good. They did an all right job with Trump. But hey, was, yeah. I don't know if you know. Speaking of uh, of winning, we are actually uh, giving away a truck. Yeah. dot uh, It ends February 29th. Yes, sir. You can also win ten thousand dollars in cash. What is it? Every uh, every dollar is one entry. Yeah, one entry right now. It ends at the end of this month. It's a leap year. I didn't yeah. realize that. It's and many thought this is fake. You're not. No, we, we've it's really we've been giving away stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Go now. Go to shop. Let's move on to Tucker Carlson. Well, this week, just dare he? Yeah, let's let's set this up uh, here. Is a lot of people just want to? I, it's there's recycling of outrage. So I saw this. <laughs> I saw this this weekend. And I was going, all right. So what's happening is he's in Russia. So people are speculating he may interview Vladimir Putin. I'm going, yeah, but he he said that. Like people were outraged a long time ago when he said it on his Fox News <laughs> yeah, show years ago. It's like January 6th when they recycle it, and then they, it's like, well, hold on a second. Yeah, but you already said this. It's just, but it's, it's, it doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter. Even if it's true, it doesn't matter at this point. They, they need it's not new. to be outraged again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have plenty of things to be outraged about today. We don't have to recycle stuff. I don't really feel like we get outraged. You get, you get irritated with people selling you out, you know, the American people. But we try and be productive and offer actual solutions. But the left is outraged. How could he interview yeah. Putin? Yell at the TV. Post on X. Yeah. That'll get them. Yes. That'll prove your point. <laughs> it sounds like they don't want him to find something out. It sounds like they don't want anybody to do anything they don't like at this point. Uh-huh. So this weekend, Tucker Carlson was spotted mm. in Moscow. Oh, no! Trump reporting. Oh, he's at a dinner table. <laughs> so then, of course, the outrage from Bill Crystal, who was, who was, I mean, he's the closest thing. Like, if you were to take a, if you were to take a flaccid penis and turn it into a man. If you That's could, right. Fairy godmother. Like, you're a pumpkin and you're a flaccid penis? It would be Bill Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get, if you want an erect penis, you get Billy Crystal. So, Bill Crystal. He says, perhaps we need a total and complete shutdown of Tucker Carlson re-entering the United States until our country's representatives can figure out what is going on. He figured out. Turn the code to orange. And then uh, Adam Kinzinger, he's a traitor. It's always funny coming from an actual traitor. Yes. Look in the mirror, sir. Yes. So this is, again, like, let me just show you this clip. This is 2021. And, and you can comment below. Is it, is it me? Maybe it's because I'm plugged in and so I'm familiar with these stories. I didn't give this any more attention this weekend until I saw it trending. Where I'm going, well, yeah, I mean, he's just in Russia, but... He said he would interview Putin. Do you guys not remember that? Like, this is not new. So 2021, here he is where he was talking on a show uh, in a topic about how the NSA had spied on him, which almost should be more. That's bigger. That's a bigger, yeah. more of the yeah, outrage. Yeah. And said, yeah, I want to interview Putin. I wasn't embarrassed about trying to interview Putin. He's obviously newsworthy. I'm an American citizen. I can interview anyone I want, and I plan to. But still, in this case, I decided to keep it quiet. I figured that any kind of publicity would rattle the Russians and make the interview less likely to happen. But the Biden administration found out anyway by reading my emails. I learned from a whistleblower that the NSA planned to leak the contents of those emails to media outlets. Why would they do that? Well, the point, of course, was to paint me as a disloyal American, a Russian operative, been called that before, a stooge of the Kremlin, a traitor doing the bidding of a foreign adversary. And by the way, he also uh, discussed this with a Swiss publication last year, which is, you know, it's Swiss, so it's inconsequential, so you yeah, may have missed matter. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, I tried to interview Vladimir Putin, and the U.S. government stopped me. So think about that for a minute. And uh, by the way, nobody defended me. Hold on a second. We did. Yep. We did, just to be clear. Just, just uh, to make sure. Now, before we move on, first off, we do have some exclusive footage, by the way, okay, that is yeah. new, that uh, is of uh, Carlson um, out of Russia. 
He's gained some weight. The man can't athletically dance, but he's going to beat 18 stuntmen. He was my action movie hero until I, I knew better. Was that Anastasia on ice? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's just swatting mosquitoes off. Yeah. Him. Oh man! So what he- kind of macarena was that? <laughs> Guy's a clown. So bad. Uh, but here he is. Actually, I guess the Russians actually seem pretty hot, happy to have uh, Tucker Carlson there in in Moscow. My name is uh, Alexei. I like you. Thank you. <laughs> You're the best American journalist. Thank you. Thank you. Я люблю этот город. Он красивый. Хотел на нее посмотреть. Я так много читал о ней. Я хотел поговорить с людьми и посмотреть на то, как все устроено. An outrage. The most offensive part of that clip is that he's dressed like a lesbian at a an Animal House quote along. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting into his fraternity. No, no, absolutely not. This is. Let's think about this for a second. Okay, he said he wanted to interview Putin. Can you find the clip where he says that? Hey, not only do I support Vladimir Putin as a dictator, but I also support all of his individual actions. In other words, you could right exactly. Let's say you don't interview a dictator. All right, that's one. That's, that's one level. You do interview a dictator, but you completely disagree with this person, and you think that their impact in the world is fascinating. Let's go a step further. You interview the dictator, and you think that they maybe have some redeeming qualities, which is how they've ascended to the position of being a pseudo-dictator, oligarch, if you want to use that term, while disagreeing with some extreme actions that they've taken. Okay, now we're at step level three. They want you to believe that he's a level four, where he's interviewing Putin because he loves everything that he's done, and he yeah. supports totalitarianism. How did we get there? And hey, if we're talking about totalitarianism, how about the government spying on him? And them targeting him, making the U.S. president coming in and making sure that he cannot interview. Exactly. A U.S. A foreign head of state. Yeah, exactly. A U.S. journalist that this is a newsworthy individual, whether you like him or not. Hitler would have been a newsworthy individual. Yeah, that's right. Time named him person of the year, I believe. So yes. apparently that's, that kind of stuff is okay. But him going over there and talking to him, oh, it's because it's not Zelensky. Right. They only want people talking to Zelensky so oh, they can they justify They can get Zelensky funding. when he's at his new million-dollar mansion in Florida. Well, no, it's hard to catch him there because he has to take the private jet back over to, I think, somewhere on the south side, you know, Mediterranean, uh, France, something like uh, that. Yeah. yeah. So, Well, he has to get there to practice chopsticks with his penis. <laughs> no, 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 he's got that down. Yes, he does. <laughs> him and Bill, Bill Crystal just does it with his head. <laughs> By the way, I've already released an image of the uh, interview with Putin um, for the teasing, I guess I should say, the possible interview. Yeah, teasing. You I, I love how we had to Photoshop Tucker in that, but we ha- immediately had a usable picture of Vladimir yeah, Putin. It's like, yeah, oh, wow, shirt. state-issued <laughs> picture. Yeah. Huh. He had just wrote, ridden a bear up to the stream, actually. Yes. So. There's, probably, there's probably like 14 images they had to wow. go through. Yes. Which one do you want? He's, dude, he loves taking photos of himself. He's like the natural oligarch, photo shoots. Yeah, he's the oligarch influencer. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, he Look is. at this. I put, I put yeah. my back leg front in, turn around so you can see S. He's got a couple. I have a couple abs showing too, a little bit. If you give him at the right angle, you might catch a little. Whoop. That's right. Oh, this abs. is look. It's not all oligarchs who have a dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> the oligarch with the most. That's it. My old man, floppy milkshake, bring all the uh, dissidents to prison. Oh. So, it's a reference to 
Mid-Ots. Mid-Ots? R&B song. I hate you. <laughs> so let's go through the standard, though. Again, now I don't, I don't agree. I've had so many people. I would not want to be blamed for the people who I've had on my show with whom I vehemently disagree. Right. I mean, there's, there have been countless, from transgender mayors of small towns to actual senators that I don't even like. Yeah. Or we have congressmen, senators, mayors. We've had, uh, it, we've had personalities. We've had show hosts. There are plenty of people who I interview who I don't agree with. Uh, I, I understand that there's a certain point where if you're platforming someone actual, someone's actual ideas and you don't challenge them. So I would say this. There would be some discussion warranted if Tucker Carlson were to have sit down with Vladimir Putin and it was just a fawning puff piece right. like the mainstream media does with former Vice President Joe Biden. I would say, okay, well, you haven't really held him to account. Uh, and I also understand how that's difficult to do because they control the press there. Yeah, exactly. There are many levels that we would have to go through for this to even prove remotely a problem. Yeah, and, and look, I, there are people that shill all the time, like Jackson Hinkle shills for China. There's people that shill for North Korea to make them seem like... Nikki Haley for China. <laughs> Nikki Haley well, for China, works right? For them. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people do that. But has Tucker Carlson ever really been a shill for anybody he has some opinions maybe that you don't like. He praises some countries for some of the policies that they have on the border that maybe you don't like. I think some, most of them are fine, by the way. But he doesn't come across to me as a shill for anybody. Like He's just going to be like, oh, Vladimir Putin, everything's great in Russia. Right. It's fantastic. It seems like he's going to go over there and ask some maybe difficult questions. But it's probably not going to push too much. He's in Russia. He, he yeah. doesn't want to end up in prison for a vape pen. You kind of lose your leverage when you're in the country of an It's true. You need to let them come dictator. to a neutral country. Yeah. Yes. That's like the Swiss publication. Yeah. (laughs) So let's go through this again, uh, the applying the double standard, because interviews with actual dictators, uh, not that Putin is a dictator, right? And I understand he has proxies and he, okay, and then he kind of stepped back and we had had someone who was another president for a period of time and that was cute. So actual dictators where you're talking about completely unfettered and people who are actually enemies uh, to the United States. This has happened a lot and all references are available at lateralcredder.com. So the Ayatollah uh, Khomeini was interviewed in 1979 by Mike Wallace. Hmm. Uh, hey, remember Castro? Yeah, that guy. Remember Fidel Castro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember socialist, communist, revenu- revolutionary, followed in the footsteps of uh, of Che Guevara, who killed black people and gays and executed them without trial. And, and destroyed a beautiful island 90 miles yeah. south of uh, Florida. And bragged about it in to. front of the UN so that you could put it on a Rage Against the Machine t-shirt while the lead mm-hmm. singer supports Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> They are the machine. <laughs> so Castro was interviewed in 1959, CBS Face uh, the Nation. 1977, Barbara Walters on ABC. 1993, by Diane Sawyer. You know who else was interviewed? By John Miller of ABC in 1998. Talk about platforming. Osama bin Laden. Yeah. That one's kind of a biggie. I know what you'll say. Hey, hold on a second. We weren't officially at war with Osama bin Laden in 1998. Well, we're not at war with Russia either. We're Just not. to be clear, yeah, yeah. I'd like to, all involvement to be gone, but uh, yeah, we're not involved. Wasn't he on the, the most wanted list? I think I believe he was on the most wanted list because at that either point, either that or he's climbing the charts. One yes, of the two. he's either there or he's number one. Most wanted for interviews, huh? Yeah, he's taking calls. Someone got a nice scoop. <laughs> Mamar Gaddafi or uh, Brown Jeffrey Ross? If you see a picture, <laughs> yes. Can you guys bring yes. up side by side Gaddafi Jeffrey Ross? <laughs> oh my gosh. You mean when he traveled here to uh, to New York, <laughs> yeah. he stayed in a tent? Right. He in a house image. to stay in a tent? And by the way, that was in 2009 by Larry King. Yeah. Why did no one ever come down on Larry King? This Not only did he interview Gaddafi, he was ill-prepared. He's like, so Gaddafi, French. <laughs> Why do you look white? Yes. <laughs> you, know, you look like a friend I had, Jeffrey Ross. Are those Heard of him? Natural curls. He's the Roastmaster General. Roastmaster. Gets a little bit, uh, little bit edgy, but I find him funny. He's a Jew like me. Oh. What do you eat for breakfast? What? 
So, <laughs> sorry. Then you have Bashar, uh, Bashar well, Al-Assad. Let's just yeah. say Al-Assad. And no one's on a first name basis. Bill Neely, uh, Neely in tw- uh, 2016, NBC, oh. just to be clear. And then there was this gem of an interview also with uh, Al-Assad. Uh, I guess if you're gonna, if you're going to comment below, who's the most useless journalist who you can think of in the last twenty years or thirty years? Would it be Barbara Walters? Yeah. Would it be the lady who turned journalism into inconsequential bullshit? With if you could be a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Barbara <laughs> Walters, who can't even speak the language without a speech impediment, or would it be uh, wheel him out because he doesn't even know where he is and he should have retired a long time ago, but he's clinging to his power, Larry King? Yeah. I don't know which one, but this was the standard of journalism. I'm sorry. These were the carrier, uh, carryovers from the golden era. And I've been asking this. If there was a golden age of journalism, please tell me when. I don't buy it. I just think you didn't know about it. Here's the gem with Barbara Walters and Al-Assad in 2012, I believe. We were free to ask any questions. Bashar al-Assad is a dictator by accident. Oops. A mild-mannered ophthalmologist. He studied medicine in England and found himself thrust into the role of being Syria's leader after the deaths of his dictator father and older brother. Hmm. He insisted to me that he has the support of much of his country, but not many others believe that. Ah, ah. Well, let me, ah. Let me can, Barbara. Can I do do you a favor, sweetheart? Let me let me correct something real quick. I know that's patronizing. I meant to be. He's not a dictator by accident. He's the leader of the country by accident. Dic- the dictator part was a choice. Yeah. The dictator. He could have gone in and been the leader of the country by accident. People got killed before him. Now he's thrust into a position of power. He could have chosen to not be a dictator. Yeah. You just answered. I mean, you just it doesn't really require Colombo. You're like his father was also a dictator. So, <laughs> and his brother was murdered too. Yes. Oh, is everyone dead. I don't believe everything he said. <laughs> I don't know. He's sounding more. She's sounding more and more retarded. Yeah. <laughs> I do not believe everything Alistair says. But I got the interview, so these are good light up shoes. I'm Baba Walters. <laughs> Yay! Typically, <laughs> speaking the language appropriately is a prerequisite to speaking professionally. Uh, which one? <laughs> yes. That is unbelievable. Oh, by the way, is this, is, uh, in the 2016 interview, I'm, I'm just trying to remember, was that before or after he had crossed the red line by using chemical weapons on his own people? And you still interviewed him. So that's okay. Somebody who uses chemical weapons on their own people, and the president said that's a red line for us. And if you do that, oh boy, didn't do anything, by the way. I mean, that's another story. They still went and interviewed yeah. this person. That's, that's totally fine. Well, he says he never did that. <laughs> it was uh, accident. He swore on a Bible. Looking back, what'd you say? May have been a I wrote it down. I w- yes. <laughs> <laughs> right By before way, I was hunting rabbit. We do have the side by side that you requested. Oh, Jeffrey Omar Ross, yeah. Gaddafi, and Jeffrey Ross. There it is. You got him in the Roastmaster outfit, too. I don't know. Maybe I should uh, go in here and roast perfect. a rant. <laughs> That's awesome. Perfect. <laughs> And uh, I don't. If, if I were to interview uh, uh, Putin, yeah. I also understand it may be useless because you can't actually in- ask the questions, especially on like his home ask. turf. But you know what? Putin may provide some perspective. Hey, you know, you might want to ask him about uh, about his plans with Ukraine if he plans on crossing over into actual NATO nations. You might yeah. want to ask him his thoughts on the United States, on his problems with the United States, on what he what he actually sees as a vision for Russia, and what would actually allow us to. Here's the thing. There can be horrible countries on the face of the earth, and you don't have to go to war with them. I don't know. Do you hear that? That's the sound of slavery still going on across the the African continent and Asia right now. We're not at war with all of them, just to be clear. So uh, you you can maybe ask these questions and find something fruitful. You can live on a planet with horrible nations and not be at war with them. Yeah. 
This yeah, but if we interview him, then how are we supposed to make up things that he thinks? Exactly. That's a good point. How are we That's, supposed to make up reasons to fight him? Right. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. Right now, what you've seen is a complete silencing of one side. And look, I don't agree with that side. I understand that. I, th- I think most of what he's going to say is going to be propaganda. I get that. But the only way to ensure that you're getting propaganda is to only listen to one side. Right. Especially in this case, when you've got Zelensky going and making the rounds to literally every country that he can whore himself out to. And then not listening to anything coming from Russia. If at, at, at best, maybe all it does is make you a little bit firmer in your convictions. And by the way, this would all exist in a vacuum if it weren't for the fact that the bipartisan, uh, bipartisan. immigration bill uh, provides another $60 billion to Ukraine. So again, if you're, talking about a con- if you're talking about a country whose heads of state, uh, where you have former Vice President Biden and his son, right, you're talking about illegal dealings with Ukraine, not only Ukraine, but let's just talk about Ukraine right here. When you're talking about Burisma, you're talking about him sitting on an energy company's board, despite having no experience, Hunter Biden, and kicking back to the big guy. And now providing, what's the total number up to? If you look at what's pledged, well over $100 billion if this bill were to be passed to Ukraine. Well, well, well over. 40, while silencing the opposition. Million? What was that? $40 million? Oh, no, that was the money that was stolen by the five guys that were leading... Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Oh, sorry, that was a wrong number. That's yeah, it's bad. tough. It's tough to that keep track. Well, it's like bad, weapons, Mercedes, weapons, Mercedes. I, I know. know. You know, it's like, how do you figure that out? What if you need a new Yamaha piano with I know. shallower keys? It's like, just well, go with Honda, baby. It's cheaper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where, we, there, there's a lot of good that can come of this. They want to silence. That really does worry me. You can't interview Putin and we're pledging hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine. That should worry everybody at this point. Either you need to be neutral or you need to be out in the open. Mm -hmm. And this government should have no say in what any members of the press, or let's say press, let's also say podcasters now at this point. You look at what Jen Psaki was doing with Joe Rogan. That's the concern. Mm -hmm. The concern is reaching a point where only one side is able to speak, which we have seen in the past, by the way. Also, Rumble got in trouble for allowing Russia Today to be on their platform. Yeah, I remember, remember that? that. Was that the French government? Or was that the, they've been in trouble with so I mean, many governments. Off the French government. I think it was the French government who actually, someone can bring this up, they banned them yeah. from operating or from people reaching Rumble, I believe, in France over Russia Today. Yep. By the way, we know uh, CEO at Rumble. Not pro-Putin, just to be no, clear. No, absolutely. He's pro-free speech. Crazy. He's pro the stuff that Putin is not pro, in right. fact. Right. So anybody who tries to silence him, including Brazil, they just pulled out of Brazil. I'm also hearing right now that uh, actually Tucker is... Interviewing Putin in Russia. Really? We have a clip. Okay. It's rabbit season. Stop making me laugh. <laughs> By the way, you know what? That guy, he's such a piece of... He, he, he holds the carrot like it's he's, ceremonial. He's like, oh, yes. like it's a sword. I, I could kill you five times with this carrot, I thought but he I chose not to. I thought he was holding it like something else, but yeah, go ahead, sword. He also claims he's never gotten plugs or dyed his hair. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow, roughly 170. Is that including the 60 billion from the border? Including the 60 billion, it's 170 roughly that's right. pledged. Which, of course, has that's not been pledged. Nice. I'm just saying, if they were to have their way, it's happening at the exact same time. Insane. Is it a conspiracy? Do you honestly believe that this government has a vested interest in this perpetual war? Does they're not making some phone, just making a few phone calls? To stir up outrage regarding Tucker Carlson interview, interviewing Putin? Exactly. Is that a consp- Genuinely, comment below. Do you think that's an actual conspiracy at this point? When Jen Psaki says, Joe Rogan and Spotify, uh, we really hope that Spotify, as she said, you know, uh, does their due diligence and doesn't allow misinformation to spread. Do you really think that that's a conspiracy at this point? And I have, there would be no love lost for Putin, just to be clear. Yeah. I just don't know at what point people say it's a conspiracy or you're being paranoid. We see it happening. 
Yeah. No, it's an actual censorship. Yes. It's an attempt at censorship. It's yes. Not a I, I get not like, fine, you can not like it. But fine, you don't want to hear from a, a dictator. I get it. But for somebody like Adam Kinzinger, put aside the fact that I think Adam Kinzinger is one of the worst representatives that we have ever had. He had the footage of January 6th and said they were terrorists. And he, no, what he did is he lended credibility to a committee that has put people in jail and caused people to commit suicide because they've gone after them with terrorist charges yeah. instead of just trespassing charges. That's you, Adam Kinzinger, just so you know. Blood's on your hands, my friend. But he comes out to say he's a traitor. Right. How, oh, you can not like it all you want, but is he, is he aiding our enemy? We're not at war with those guys, so I'm not sure how you come up with the traitor thing, but you're very quick to jump on X and be like, ha-ha, traitor, because he's doing an interview. How does that make any sense, Adam? Go away. You thought when you said you weren't going to be in public life anymore, that meant we didn't have to hear from you anymore, and apparently that's not true. Actually, Tim's telling me we have have Adam Kinnister on the phone. Oh, good. Oh, jeez. He's ready to answer Daryl's questions. By the way, call in, bro. It's pronounced Tweto. Twitter. <laughs> I'm from the school of Barbara Sorry, Walters. Pisses me off. <laughs> By the way, you can join Mug Club. We'll be doing a whole segment today on uh, the woke kindergarten initiative, which yeah. is hilarious. Hey, we have a we have a little petri dish. Uh, it doesn't work, and uh, it's ni- uh, eighty nine dollars annually. You get the hand etched, of course, uh, hand painted mug, or you know you can go muglets for nine dollars right now. But you don't necessarily. Get, you're not a full member of the Mug Club, but we understand that times are tough. Or sorry, the best economy ever. Best economy, according to the former vice president. Uh, so it we're is. Doing it for I, we're doing good. Wrong. I have enough money. I can. Buy Buy a new Walt- Waltho. Waltho. Oh, Waltho Firewall. What does she do with W? So she just go, she just replace it with something else like a Tofo. No idea what to do. Yeah. You had a, freezes. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say her own last name, Barbara. I guess you had a one in twenty six shot of getting it right. So <laughs> let's go through the Senate. Twenty five C and K are the same. Oh yes, uh, yes, yes. That's, yeah. Canadians say Zed. Yeah, that's yeah. dumb. I know. I was chastised. Is that what you Zed. said? Yeah, I what? Is What's that what that? you said? That's what I said. Yeah, I see what you did there. No, yes, what is boy. it? I thought Zed. Which makes no sense. What is Zed supposed to be? Z. Z. Oh. Oh, that does make no sense. Yeah, I know. Okay. It makes and I was sent to the office because I said, "No, that's oh. wrong, teacher." And I went through A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y and Z. You're retarded. It makes no sense. <laughs> this is a stupid country. <laughs> <laughs> and you spell color with a U. Hello. Yes. I would have labor your teacher. All right. Let's go to the Senate border bill. <laughs> so this is something right now. Let's let's just kind of clear this up uh, where, where we are. So the Senate unveiled. It's like this $111 billion. 118. Sorry, $18 billion. Sorry. That's all going to the border. Yes. No nope. bipartisan. Uh, it's, it's complete garbage. So this is going to be voted on most likely this week, right? We'll probably talk about the Senate. Then, of course, it really is very unlikely to make it through the House because you will see this outrage recycled and they don't necessarily inform you as to the actual legislative process. I know that a lot of you know this, but I can't tell you how many times we get people sending in chat going, now that this border, this new border bill is right, law. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's not. It's very unlikely to be what you currently see uh, in its final form. And this is not new. This is remedial. I know some of you are, are, are new here. We went through this with, with Barack Obama when we were yep. talking about dreamers, right? And if there was something on my desk, I would sign it tomorrow. When the left says bipartisan, when they all of a sudden say, hey, we need bipartisanship, what they mean is they need to get what they want. And if you don't go along, then you're, you're no longer compromising, that you are unreasonable. They'll yep. label you the party of no. That's what this is. Okay, and by the way, Speaker Johnson, been impressed with him. He said that the, the bill is DOA if it makes it to the House. So let's just show you really quickly to give you some context here. And uh, then we'll give you some numbers on this bill. 
But again, the theme is bipartisan. It's bipartisan. It's bipartisan. This is great. It's bipartisan. It's bipartisan. So they can say, look, Republicans won't sign the the bipartisan bill. Extremists, MAGA, basket of deplorables. So stop with the idea of saying, I'm a compassionate conservative. We talked about that last week. Stop saying, I'm a moderate conservative. Because if you don't go along with the bill that provides hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine, Israel, to wars that has nothing to do, by the way, with immigration, then you'll be labeled an extremist. I I think that that would literally encompass... Everyone from libertarians to MAGA Republicans or extremists, uh, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Here's Schumer uh, feasting on a child. No, sorry, discussing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different. <laughs> All right. Good evening, everybody. Watch. So after four months of difficult. Dif- Let me say it again. After four years of difficult. Four, sorry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. After four months of it's a long, live stream, arduous, you know. difficult negotiations, I am really <laughs> proud and pleased yeah. to announce that Democrats and Republicans in the Senate have come to an agreement on the bipartisan supplemental bill tonight. This bill is vital, vital to America's future interests. We fix the border problem in this bill. When have you ever heard Chuck Schumer say what uh, a, a, a surprising number of conservatives have come up with is vital? Never. Mm. That's what I want yeah. you to pay attention to. It's the sleight of hand. When they say we're, when they call for bipartisanship, it means they want you to shut up. And then when they're in power, of course, they're never bipartisan, just to be clear. But for some reason, so many Republicans have allowed themselves to be labeled a party of no. And a big reason is because of people like the Mitch McConnells of the world yeah. who are empty suits. Uh, oh, no, no, that's not fair. Proud that's not fair to say about my my uncle McConnell. My turkey neck. Foghorn Lake. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's not fair. I said, <laughs> I said, he's a Kentucky man, and I'm a Kentucky man, too. That's right. Yes. A man learns to play baseball. You couldn't do any of that stuff. No, you didn't. <laughs> now, if you don't learn to play baseball, I'll say, I'll say, I'll put this young boy in a dress. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I'll right. hard, man. No. Yeah. By the way, this guy's saying bipartisan is vital. Let, let's just, for context... This is the kind of stuff that you have heard Schumer say when he's not trying to act as though he's a reach across the aisle prick. Republicans and only Republicans are holding everything up because of unrealistic maximalist demands on the border. And millions of American women are having their rights ripped away by a MAGA hard right Supreme Court. Days away. Once again, from a government shutdown, all at the hands of this endless MAGA madness. Republicans played a dangerous and risky partisan game, and I am glad that their brinksmanship did not work. We saw, you even saw MAGA extremists bring all of Congress to a grinding halt for more than a month. So just keep in mind, MAGA extremists, when you're talking about the Dobbs case, which allows states to regulate abortions. So you can still have a... 32-week abortion and, and do in places like California and places like Colorado. That's so extreme that he calls you effectively a domestic terrorist. So when he says bipartisan and vital, you yeah. know it must be really bad. Yeah, and I, isn't he the same guy who stood in front of the Supreme Court when it happened and said that they will reap the whirlwind? Yes. And basically threatened not only the justices, but anybody that agreed with the justices, yes. which was the entire Republican Party. Yep. I think that's the same guy. Yeah. Also, speaking of guys we don't like, this uh, Mitch McConnell had this to say about the bill. I am grateful to Senator Langford for working tirelessly to ensure that supplemental national security legislation begins. I, would, I, say, I said direct and immediate solution to the crisis <laughs> at our southern border. So hit the like every button. Time now, every time you talk, you have to use that voice for you. Yes. Hit the like button if you want to see McConnell in a nursing home. <laughs> or in a cartoon. Well, I don't think you can afford to put. I, don't, I, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, you gotta have, you gotta come, you gotta come with like you have the yeah, the neck fat. 
Yeah. What's yeah. it called? A um, jowl. Turkey neck. Jowl. Yeah. Jowl. yeah like you have. Like yeah. you pretend like you have a jowl. We'll just yes. We'll tell him it's a nursing home. But this is hospice. And he'll, and he'll respond by going like this. Yes, exactly. For four minutes. And all is oh. well. And notice the closer you get to the top, the more alike they become. Mm. There was an exception. President Donald Trump. Some people call him former president. Some people call him sitting president. I call him sitting president. Okay? Sitting. So that's why they can't stand the guy. And there are other reasons to not be able to stand him. But look at, if you look at the Grahams and the McConnells and then the Bidens and then the Schumers of the world, you go, oh, okay, that's where you think the game is rigged. I've traveled this country... Thousands of people and every never once, never once met a Mitch McConnell fan. That's how you know these people are effectively coronated. They're not necessarily elected. Yeah. All right. So let's go through the claims with this bill. All references are available at LadderthCredit.com. Link in the sidebar. The claim is that this is a bipartisan bill, right? So let's go through this really quickly. The bill was drafted by uh, Kirsten Cinema in Arizona, uh, Chris Murphy, Jim Lankford. Wait, wouldn't there be a lot more? No, well, uh, wouldn't no. there be a lot more? No, I thought. Hold on a second. How, I thought we were talking about this. Was oh, you mean it's not drafted by the, the whole? No, the Senate votes on it. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, so it's bipartisan voted, but uniparty written? Pretty much. Ah. They say like ah, toss an R on there. A Democrat or Republican, an Independent. That's where you can stack the deck. It's like conducting a trial, a clinical trial, and you somehow alter the sample group or the placebo, the control group. Right. Yeah. This is why there are standards to certain trials and studies being admitted. So, sure, I guess it's bipartisan. That's not representative of the voting base, to be clear. And the no. Oklahoma GOP... Or even the House. Or even the House. Like, they censured Lankford for support of this bill. Yeah. And this is what you see Democrats do. They create a problem, they draft bipartisanship legislation, they get a handful of rhinos to sign on, and then they shame actual conservatives, other Republicans, for not passing the bill. So they're going to be saying bipartisan until, of course, this thing gets stonewalled for valid reasons, which we'll get to, and then say, look at the extremists. So we'll get to the details, but just remember that. I'm calling it right now. Bipartisan, 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 except for the extremists. Well, you're talking about just a you're talking about you can count on one hand. You could count on one flipper hand if you were like the twin who didn't get the placenta. The amount of people. (laughs) Who's that that one rep from Oklahoma? What was his name? Langford. Langford. Yeah. He's sitting there like, I'm one of the good ones. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a good one. I I listened to him talk about it. He genuinely thinks that this is a good idea. Yeah, I know. Like, ugh. This is terrible. Well, it's because he can't read. Well, come on. No, well, he we wrote it. Be, so we don't want to be literacists. It's true. Here's another example that we talked about. Well, you know, let me just show you so you can believe your lion eyes and ears. Here's a, a Barack Obama in 2013 blaming the government shutdown on a handful of extreme. By the way, let's just be clear. Shutdown means that everyone's pushing for something and then some other people say, no, no, we don't agree. So a shutdown yeah, exactly. is a natural consequence of the process. All of a sudden, the shutdown just becomes about people who don't want to spend hundreds of billions of dollars on useless shit. And by the way, we're not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on useless shit. You complain about how we need hundreds of billions of dollars for books or improving schools. No, you need them for more bombs. Just to be clear. What point are there enough bombs? And by the way, I'm someone who supports the fact that we have nuclear weapons. I think it's good. Keeps Russia at bay. Like, hey, what are you doing, Iran? We see what you're doing, right? We're flicking the jab. I understand that. But do we really need another $60 billion pledged to Ukraine right now? Hey, if that's not a valid reason, taking hundreds of billions of dollars from Americans, or as they refer to it, a rounding error, to provide it to foreign nations so they can build or purchase weapons, likely purchasing them from giant American military contractors, yeah. then what would be a valid reason for a government shutdown? Does it have to be $10 trillion for more bombs? 
And this is why the whole uh, electorate, the idea of Republican and Democrat is switching. Not that I'm a moderate, but that you see too many Republicans lining up here and allowing the Democrat playbook to continue through, the progressive left playbook, which, by the way, is anti-American and it's it's anti-human, just to be clear. So here's Barack Obama in 2013 blaming the government shutdown on extremist Republicans. Good morning, everybody. Uh, At midnight last night, Mm -hmm. for the first time in 17 years, the Republicans in Congress chose to shut down the federal government. Oh, uh, let me be more specific. Uh, one faction of one party in one House of Congress in one branch of government shut down major parts of the government. Good. All because they didn't like one law. Republicans in the House of Representatives refused to fund the government through? unless we defunded or dismantled the Affordable Care Act. Yes. Obamacare for the uninitiated. And by the way, nothing has been a greater kickback to insurance companies than Obamacare. Look at the premiums. Look at your deductibles. Look at what it has done for American health care. You can only get Obamacare. You can only get on that, in that insurance market if you are basically below the poverty line. Uh, and of course, it's very difficult to do. If you are a middle class American who actually pays taxes, you are getting screwed by that bill and paying more for health care. There's been nothing more corrosive to American health care than Obamacare, to be clear. Wish they would have shut it down longer. Yes. And they held out more. Down. Yes. Fred? By the way, at least we're spending, you know, hundreds of millions, if not billions of additional dollars every single year and and still not solving the problem of the uninsured, which was the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's 50 million uninsured Americans. How many are there now? Like 48 million. Yeah, 48 million. Yeah, it turns out. We we, we miscalculated on that a little. So, you know, maybe shut down in retrospect. Yeah, progress. That's one for you. Good idea. Now... Uh, former Vice President Biden did the exact same thing in 2023, and he blamed extreme Republicans for not passing, what was this, another, and just to be clear, another spending bill. Let me ask you this, okay, <laughs> if you're watching right now and you're a progressive leftist or you vote Democrat, because the answer for the Democrat Party, at least for the last, and I'm willing to bet pretty much ever, but certainly for the last four or five decades, is no. When is it ever okay to substantially cut spending? In other words, it's been increase, 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 increase. That's just the default. And so when they say Republicans actually want to gut, no, hold on a second. How about sometimes there have been shutdowns just because they want to increase by less? Yep. Is there ever a time where you finally say, you know what? Maybe reducing government spending. We've been going one direction forever. Let's maybe try another one because schools haven't improved with the Federal Department of Education. If you look at uh, you look at our qual- you look at our quality of life right here in the United States, certainly over the last three years, it has not improved. You look at infrastructure has not improved, but you don't necessarily think things are getting better. Certainly, you're not seeing that money that you're spending more and more being taxed more and more. And I also don't know why we need to be taxed at this point. You can just print more money. So why tax any of it? that? None of this is. Re- is there ever a point? Comment below. Is there ever a point? And this is a genuine question to the Democrats out there. Is there ever a point where you would say, you know what, maybe we need to cut spending a little bit? Because if you believe that, you are what? What? According to former Vice President Biden and the entire DNC, an extremist Republican. Just a few months ago, the Speaker of the House and I agreed to uh, spending levels uh, for the government. We were up right to the very edge, almost. Uh, we made down our debt. Obama and, made sure to make uh, the letters that, big for him. Uh, yes. <laughs> fund essential priorities and still cut the deficit by $1 trillion over the next decade. Now, a small group of extreme House Republicans, they don't want to live up to that deal. And everyone in America could be faced with uh, uh, to, uh, paying a price for that. 
And, of course, we uh, fact-checked that. We did a whole segment. I would not actually cut the deficit, no. just to be clear. And, hey, the deficit means that you're spending far more than you actually have, right? That, then the debt is the cumulative. Right. So over 10 years, if you believe this claim, you'd maybe reduce the deficit. I mean, you'd still spend way more than you actually bring in. Uh, but, you know, that would, well, that, would, that would be better than where we are. Well, hold on a second, though. But the debt, so in other words, we're still growing the debt by trillions every single year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Still a bigger tab. Well, then you're not really solving the problem, are you? Well, no. No. We're just making it less worse. Or we're buying votes. Oh, that's right. You don't, you're not taking it. We're buying votes. Yeah. And you made this point, but I, I think most, <laughs> and you guys can fact check me out there. I think most of the government, apparent government shutdowns or problems they've had with spending bills have not been to cut spending. It's been to cut the growth of spending. Right. It's saying instead of growing by, say, 3%, we do one and a half or two versus four or something like that. Every single one that I can remember where there has been a fight over the last 20 years, it's been because of that. Yes. Not cutting actual spending. Right. That's insane. This is why you want someone who's actually had business experience there, because you don't just say, hey, uh, by how much are we going to increase our costs every single year of the business? Sometimes you actually have to scale back. Yes. That's what happens in a marketplace. So, With the government, you never do. 20-some-odd, 30 trillion. I don't even know how many we're in debt right now. Lane says I'm correct, by the way. I'm not always correct on that stuff, but I'm correct here. Trillions of dollars in debt? At what point you're like, <laughs> we, can't, we can't pay that. Yeah. The government has been collecting more in revenue than ever, just to be clear. And it doesn't really matter so much if you increase taxes or you decrease taxes. It ends up being that, you know, that's Hauser's law that we've talked yeah. about, between 16 and 20% no matter what. Just because of inflation, just because there's more money right now, people uh, are, are, are actually giving more to the government than ever before. And it, has, it hasn't fixed anything. Zero impact. I it's, wish the government would, uh, would care about their shareholders. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. nope. no. Us, come on. Well, they do. It's called the initial, uh, the initial social security beneficiaries. Those oh. are the ones. Yeah, they need those votes, so they don't want to solve that problem either. It's about buying votes. <clears throat> They're generating revenue so they can buy votes. Here's some more proof for you. Let's go through the actual contents of the oh. bill. Here's a claim that they'll make that the border bill here is going to solve this invasion problem. Uh, the truth, just to be clear, um, it won't. So, <laughs> not a simple no. no. It just changes the wording. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just to be, how do I know? Well, one of the co-sponsors, Chris Murphy, uh, actually stated on X, the border never closes. Well, there it is. Now, I don't need to say anything else to you. Jeez. It won't solve the problem. <laughs> because like the border mom. never closes. <laughs> Yeah. But that was that was one of the things, right? And we'll get into the numbers here in a second. But it gives the uh, the president of the United States the ability to close the border if it exceeds five thousand encounters in seven days, right? So seven days in a row, five thousand <laughs> encounters. And I'm like, let's just assume for a fa- for a minute that that's a good idea. Yeah, you can close the border. How? Right. What are you going to do? Get the United States Armed Forces and station them along the border? You haven't been good at closing the border now. Yeah, with 304,000 cross problem. It's just saying it. That's what it is. It's exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll close the border. Saying okay, it's yes, closed. but... Well, can you just yeah. say it's closed How? now? Well, well, the beauty is, see, we're talking about hypotheticals because, again, co-sponsor of the bill, Chris Murphy, stated the border never closes. Oh, it never okay, closes. Yeah, so I don't need to say point. anything else. <laughs> so but I will. Can I call them 24 hours or... Yeah, exactly. He's like Seven Eleven. They have reps. So, oh yeah. yeah, all the time, ready so, to go. Ready so let me you. give you some more. Now, if you think you can solve the border crisis with the most amount of border interactions, or I guess apprehensions, depending on the metric, it was three hundred four thousand, right? More than ever. Was that was that uh, Mar? Uh, was that it was uh, December? December. It, was, it was December. Yeah, it was December. Oh, That's right. Before break, that, it was March of last September. year. September. No, it was September. No, no, that was a record before? September was a record, and then December was another record. Okay, before that, it was March. Yeah, yeah, then it went down a little bit. The migrant numbers in December. Yes, I do. It was a lot. Crossing ah, <laughs> in September. <laughs> Selection in November. <laughs> <laughs> 
So <laughs> let's look at more in the bill. But the border never closes. If you have a hole in your boat, you got to plug the hole first. Yeah. But the bill mandates that the, uh, the DHS secretary um, can uh, you know, activate emergency authority only when during a period of seven consecutive calendar days, there's an average of 5,000 or more aliens who are encountered each day. Or on any one calendar day, a combined total of 8,500 or more aliens are encountered. So, again, if that's just – if it doesn't cross the threshold. So let's say you go one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, six days. We had over 5,000. But then uh-huh. day seven, you hit 4,999. It resets. Oh. What if a guy misses the clicker? I mean, come on. I'm, yeah. The guy at Costco's counting these yes, guys? Exactly. <laughs> Even if it averages out. To be more than 5,000 right. a day, but one day is lower. But let's just take the math and say really conservatively, all right, it's only 4,999 a day. That would still be 1.8 million illegal immigrants crossing per year. That's that nothing. Just, that we encounter. These yes. are not the people that we don't see or stop. And by the way, the total under Donald Trump, his presidency, was 1.9 million. Oh, wow. So they wanna, those are uh, rookie numbers. We want to pump those up. Yeah, I wonder if that them. number is larger or um, smaller than our current military numbers. That's a good point. I know the answer. You do. Can I'm you, betting it's you. It's terrifyingly smaller. It is terrifying. Oh, oh, that's no, the, 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 the military, military is smaller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well, no, we'll be overrun. Just, we'll just conscript these guys and Quite put literally. them in military service. There we go. Just be overrun by bumblebee bodies. <laughs> <laughs> bumblebee bodies? World like Transformers or like Mexican leaders? <laughs> All of the above. Oh. <laughs> I am Optimus Prime. I am your date tonight. You're so Optimus Primo. <laughs> 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 Combine both worlds, Josh. Come on. That's a good job, Joe. <laughs> that was Mark, Mark Wahlberg music. No, I'm not going to do dubbing, okay? I'm going to oh. do it in real time. Let's do two takes. I'll do it in Japan. Donde esta Bumblebee? <laughs> huh? You want to cross the border? Okay. You cross okay. the border? Huh? If I was watching the border, I wouldn't go down like that, okay? Where's That's Megan it? Fox? She's not in this movie? <laughs> I was told it's going to be a hot girl in this movie. I thought there was Megan Fox. There was a blonde one in the second one. We never saw her again. Why don't you bring her back? She's not doing anything. So She was your daughter in the movie. Oh, was she? No. Yeah. No, she wasn't. She was. The hot one from the yes. second Terminator? Yes. The second Transformers? For Mark Wahlberg, it was his daughter. Not his real daughter. In the movie, it was his daughter. I don't believe you. So, <laughs> all of this, by the way, is meaningless. Getting back to the bill. It's all meaningless because former best friend, it, but it, it, it can just... He can suspend it. He can just not do it. He can just not do it. Like, oh, it's in the best interest of the United States for me not to do this, even though it's an emergency. Yeah. No. Huh? Oh, well, well, and that screws your whole plan? That's like to give you an idea. This actually happened in Canada. Someone tried to assassinate our prime minister in Canada. They made it into the house. With a pie? No, they actually, no, it's it's even worse. They made it into the house of the prime minister, Uh and they took cutlery from the prime minister's house. They didn't even show up with a weapon. And they made it to the preventer's bedroom. And the wife was like, oh, crap, and closed the door. And that's how it was thwarted. And he had a butter knife, and he's like, was yeah. it all like, exactly. it, like it was signs? Yeah. That man has a spork. Let me close the door. That's how useless this is. If someone can just, ah, I'll close the door. That's former Vice President Joe Biden. And he's like, no. It, it, it's left up to his discretion, to by, be clear. By the way, just, to, just to, I want you to take a guess. How many days over the last year do you think that we've had more than 5,000 uh, encounters? How many days? How many days? Over the last year. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna shortcut it. 365. All? I'm gonna, all? All. No. Yeah, we didn't, I don't even think there was one day that we didn't have Well, why would you ask me a question? It's a trick but, question. You already knew the answer, okay? Here's a fun thing. What are you he doing there, he, guy? He said he could shut down the border and he can take care of this problem for us, right? But he can only shut it down for a certain number of days each year. And the number of days that he can shut it down each year is going down. I think it starts at like 270 and it ends up in like the high 100s at the end. Which means, even though that provision would be there, 
And we had all of the days in the last year that had over sure. 5,000. He couldn't close it down for all the days over 5,000. Well, he could. He just chose not he to. He can't. I'm saying with this bill. Yeah. The bill still wouldn't allow him to do it. No. It's absurd. There's so many holes. It's like the border. The bill is like the border. Yes, exactly. Well, it gets even worse than that because I know what you're thinking. Hey, this is a bill to solve the immigration crisis, right? That's harming a lot of Americans, not only through the labor market, uh, but it's also harming Americans through uh, rising crime, right, across uh, certainly in uh, southern border states. Um, Housing market. The housing market, of Mm -hmm. course, all these uh, issues. And, of course, uh, not only it it, it costs the taxpayer $120-something billion a year. I believe it's $140 billion a year now. Last time we did it, when we did the Change My Mind, it was It's over 150. Over 150. That's right. It's over $150 billion. Jeez. Six years ago, it was $116 billion. That's what yep. illegal immigrants cost you, the per taxpayer. Year. So you think, border bill, as it's being called, bipartisan. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this must be about the border. And all- That's the claim. The claim is the bill is about the border. The truth... <laughs> 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 Bull, 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 bullshit. Just to be clear, it's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the money is foreign aid. So let's walk through this. To the Ukraine, sixty billion dollars. Fourteen billion dollars to Israel. Another two point four billion dollars to the Red Sea conflict. Uh, when you're talking about Taiwan, the Indo-Pacific kind of conflict, another four billion dollars. Now this is a hundred and eighteen billion dollar bill. Twenty billion of which goes to the border. Holy mackerel. How, how much? Three times the amount to Ukraine alone. Call it the Ukraine exactly. bill Dude. where the border tossed its name on there. Exactly. If that this, makes me want to go just like a white silverback. yourself and eat a carrot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a gorilla. It was Seagal. Yeah, it was Seagal. <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. This is Seagal. That's a bad impression. How much money do you think is in there for building an actual wall? This is a trick question. Let me zero. Zero. Oh, zero is the answer. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that they do every single time. And we'll talk about this when, as re- with regards to Reagan and amnesty first and build the wall later. If there's money left over, if, yeah. then it goes back to Congress to see if they actually want to use the leftover funds to actually build a wall. Bullshit. Yeah. Oh, a so wall. Yeah. They're going to have $20 billion the thing, surplus. The thing that would keep you from ever reaching the 5,000 mark in a single day of encounters at a non-port of entry, the wall, the only thing that would, is not even being built in this bill. I'll settle for building a wall around Kiev. <laughs> just to keep him in? Just, <laughs> just like... It's Kiev. 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 I've heard Kiev. I've heard Kiev. Kiev. I don't care. It's a country that I don't care about. Kiev, Not the people. The country. The country in general. I don't like Russia. I don't like Ukraine, just to be... I I get it. All of God's children doesn't apply here. So yeah, they, don't <laughs> <God over> <laughs> they don't have a God. Think about that. Nothing going to a border wall. Twenty billion to the border. It's called the border. They're calling us the border bill. Yes. Just go past your funding to Ukraine separately. Go past Israel funding separately. Indochina separately. This twenty billion, unless it's to build a wall, which by the way, twenty billion would do. It doesn't matter. Stop yeah. talking. Well, what the left wants to do is say, look, they don't want to solve the border problem. But what's really happening is they don't want to individually propose one another $60 billion for Ukraine because they know that their constituents exactly. would vote them out. That would be incredibly unpopular. They'd say, hell no. So well, they say it's a border bill. Republicans won't pass it. And Republicans, conservatives should be saying, no, no, it's three times the amount to Ukraine alone. This has nothing to do with the border. They want to blame you so they can make you unpopular. And they want to make all of you watching. Let's get rid of representatives. You, your point of view, unpopular, which is why they're afraid of it. Which is why they're afraid of calling this bill the Ukraine bill, because they don't want to be unpopular, because it's fundamentally dishonest, and no one wants to send another $60 billion to Ukraine. Yeah. Well, they did. They are spending that $20 billion on something on the border. They're, they're actually building new ports of entry. 
Yes. Where uh, it's going to be fast track citizenship. And then right after you get out of the port of entry, boom, registration building. And it's also a trick because the, the ports of entry are just new on the border franchises. No. Oh, it's just southern. Nice. <laughs> it's mediocre Mexican food. Their salsa's good. Well, they will make it better. They will improve it's it. Chunky, yeah. Some of them immigrants. Some of them are coming from Africa and won't do shit for us. But They won their no-bid contract beating out Chi-Chi's. Oh, Chi-Chi sucks. Is that hey, Chi-Chi's are great. Yeah, Chi-Chi's oh, were, Chi-Chi's, they used to have the margarita Tuesdays. Guy. They no, suck. Right. Fine. Let's go to another claim here. They'll try and say that uh, former Vice President Biden is powerless to do anything again. So he can't do anything because Republicans aren't doing anything. None of this is me without this bill. And also give me as president the emergency authority to shut down the border until it could get back under emergency control. Authority. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. You have to. Okay, okay, okay. First off, you wouldn't, because here's the truth. Former vice president could shut down the border right now, immediately. He could. Let me give you some, let me give you some precedence You mean he doesn't here. need new power? Yeah, 2018, the Supreme Court upheld President Trump's travel ban. Mm-hmm. Justice Roberts already said that the president has the authority to make national security judgments related to immigration, there just to be clear. The president right now has the authority to do so. He does not. He did not. He undid a lot of Donald Trump's executive uh, orders, executive actions on the border. His very first day, it was his priority to undo it. Number one. And just to be clear, this is one of those issues that would fall under the legitimate purview of government to protect you from internal and external threats. Yep. And now it's being left to the states where it's working. In Texas, let's look at some of the, you know, Eagle Pass, by the way. They've taken, uh, they've taken some measures there, or as, uh, you know, uh, many of you out there call it racist. The Eagles Pass uh, crossings, they went from three to 4,000 crossings a day down to under 200 crossings a day three to four thousand is almost the five thousand mark in one place in Whoa, one place yeah, that that's way too effective Steve. we gotta place. take down that fence yes yes exactly well, actually you know the biden administration is so committing to securing our border that they actually sued the state of texas and took it all the way to the supreme court to make sure that they could cut the razor wire that was actually reducing the problem by i don't know around 95 99 it's, it's not like they always say look at how much yeah but hold on a second there are three to four crossings in really one area concentrated area so you could thousand. step in yeah, three to four thousand per yeah. day. Mm-hmm. What did I say? You said three to four crossings, which would oh, have three, really three to four thousand. Three to four thousand. Yeah, three to four. You know, at some point, that's like a take take an immigrant, leave an immigrant jar. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's win some, lose some. No, three to four thousand in one spot per day. Former Vice President Biden could have stepped in, shut it down. No, he didn't. So the state had to take it up, and then the federal government fought the state. And it works. These people don't want it to work because they want to give $60 billion to Ukraine. We could be doing even better than they're doing at Eagle Pass. Here's a summary of former Vice President Trump's, sorry, I'm going to say sitting President Trump's. Some people call him former president. I call him sitting president. His plan on the border. I want to remind the public that Donald Trump and House Republicans also have their own ideas for the border. So let's review the majority's border ideas that they've actually presented. Here they are. Donald Trump actually has said that he wants to build alligator moats along the border. That's one of his incredible ideas. I did that. Another idea that Donald Trump has promoted is he actually wants to electrify the border fence and maybe even put some spikes on the border. That's another Donald (laughs) Trump and MAGA majority border idea. Got to keep the alligators out. Yes. You know, (laughs) electrify the fence. This fake news, the spikes were to keep the alligators in. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, pretty close. I did. I did do that. That's, that's, a, awesome. that's, a, that's a great idea. It's yeah. a wildlife preserve. Yeah. It's, it's, it's new culture for America. And frankly, at first, I wanted crocodiles because alligators are more skittish. They're like giant squirrels. Why couldn't you get crocodiles? 
Well, look, it's a whole endangered species act. Take it up with Teddy Roosevelt and national parks. But I wanted Crocs. I couldn't like the plan more. It sounds like securing the border by yeah. whatever means necessary. I love how he thought he was owning Donald Trump. I, yeah, it's like it's like he goes, he had solutions. He's like, we have, we could do a wall. Right. They're like, no, 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 we can't do that. He's like, all right, well, how about uh, the the National Guard? They're like, no, we can't, we can't do that. How about sentries? No, we can't do. That. Yeah. Well, f- alligator? Alligators? Let's yeah. where I'm at. Like, do something? It's electrified fence, spikes, alligators. Yeah, I don't know. Look, you're saying the the wall is too expensive. You just dig a moat. The alligators need somewhere to go, folks. They also didn't talk about his corn maze idea. He had a great corn maze idea. (laughs) And even better, around Halloween, it would get spooky. He would end up in Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd be like, how did I get here? Nobody wants that. And be like, it's not just the corn. Be like, I feel like it's just the corn. You don't know where you are. It's made for a week. You get turned around. Someone comes out with a jump scare. And you leave. You end up in Honduras. (laughs) El Salvador, maybe. Depends on the season. So here's another truth, just to be clear. Uh, Biden's executive actions on immigration, look, it was very clear that he caused this crisis. Not always can you blame someone in a position of power, but January to May 2021, okay, he rolled back right away, remained in Mexico, the policy. He terminated Trump's uh, border emergency and the declaration that existed. He, divert, uh, he diverted border wall funds. He said there's no more emergency on the border. So there's no more emergency on he the didn't border. Just, he just get rid of this. He's like, yeah, there's no more emergency. Everything's fine. And he didn't just do this. He did it on the day he was sworn in. First day. Jeez. Keystone Pipeline was the very first thing that he signed, and then he moved right onto this. It was the very first day that he... Hey, well, hold on a second. He did it your first day when you were being sworn in, when you were still picking out drapes, for crying out loud, for the Oval Office. <laughs> now you can't? You can't toss a little bit of help? The Eagles Pass? The Eagles Pass over there in Texas? And, he and, didn't think he'd be alive this long, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, know. Yeah, yeah. I think so. If you look at the actuary tables, which yeah. I know he didn't. I didn't think I was going to make it. And, and don't take my word for it. Will LeVar Burton this? Uh, just, just hear it from the illegal immigrants themselves. They, they wouldn't have crossed under President Trump. Did you come here because Joe Biden was elected Jesus. president? Basically. Basically. Uh, the main thing was the violence in my country. And the second thing, I think, was Joe Biden. Think about that for a (laughs) moment. That's an American. (laughs) Basically. Like, you were just behind. Your weakness was just behind that guy seeing his brother's head on a turtle. (laughs) (laughs) That was reason number one. And number two was... a shell shock for sure. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's kind of crazy. You see your head on a turtle, you know, and it's kind of... It used to be your brother. And then I like Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden's gonna, yeah. gonna not gonna do anything, so I don't have to worry about my head on a turtle, bro. Yeah. Oh, dude, that guy's turtle. American. There's no way that was <laughs> absolutely. Basically, they didn't even name country. He's like, ah, my country. It's not like I was doing the interview. Like, yeah. ah, my country. It's like Mexican or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's violent. <laughs> I just wanted to cross. I just wanted to climb a wall. You know? So let's 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 wrap this up here. Unless I've missed anything. Uh, bipartisanship, of course, is not a virtue. That's what they're going to be saying. Bipartisan, bipartisan, bipartisan. Okay, well, let's be really clear. It's sixty billion dollars for Ukraine. It's twenty billion dollars for the border. Uh, the bill does not solve the crisis at all because illegals can keep coming in in record numbers. They get taxpayer-funded lawyers. They get work permit requirements uh, eliminated from this, right? You get 50,000 uh, extra visas per year. Uh, $20 billion will be going to the, I think that's the most important point. $20 billion to the border, $60 billion to Ukraine. Somehow it gets called a border bill. Yeah, $100 billion roughly not going to the border in yeah. this bill. Like 17% of the bill Jeez. is border. 17%. I might be wrong by like half or one percent. There should be there should be a law. There should be some kind of rule. I mean, they make the rules, but there should be some kind of rule that ha- <laughs> like there's a percentage that it has to be. If you're going to call related it that, to the title, yeah. Like right. you call it the blue skies bill. Yeah. At least fifty five percent needs to be dedicated 50. to keeping 1. the sky blue. I'm fine. Right. Like. 
It's like, okay, hold on a second. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll take the chicken salad sandwich. Like, okay, great. And they don't tell you that it's actually uh, 80% shrimp. Dude, this was yeah. Subway. <laughs> Subway did this with tuna. Yeah. They found out. Th- oh, sorry. My... I don't give a rat's ass. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, what, you think we're, we're going to be taken out by Big Subway? Oh, yeah. shit, is Jared here? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> no. My kids being, are hidden. He's being uh, raped. In yeah, I hope yeah. so. I hope he's getting raped <laughs> All the footlongs he can too. handle. But yeah, they did that. They had like a, they found out that their tuna was like 80% tuna. And they're like, what's the other 20%? They're like, stuff? I don't know, but we fixed it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, I, I guess oh, I, f- no. I forgot what it's like to be you, Mr. Perfect! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jimmy John and yeah. your yeah. big game hunting. No, Josh, it's worse than that. It would be as if... 20% of their tuna sandwich was tuna. Yes, exactly. That is yeah, exactly that's the so exact bad. opposite. That's- <laughs> now with 20% real tuna. <laughs> huh? Approved. Sorry, 17.5% real tuna. Libby's Juicy Juice. This 20% juice tuna. for 20% kids. What? <laughs> I'm not buying that, I don't think. <laughs> hey, man, I'd, I'd buy depart. that. I'd so, buy that stuff. What huh? would you do with $60 billion? Probably fight a war. I can't win. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry. Don't be defeatist for Ukrainians. We've already done that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're in oh, Afghanistan they territory. Anything I missed? Nope. I think we wrapped it up. There you go. Yep. I, I just hope that that's 60 billion to Ukraine, 20 billion to border. 60 billion to Ukraine, 20 billion to border. 60 billion to Ukraine, 20 billion to border. It's the border bill. Now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does include another country's border. I know. <laughs> I really just needed to say that and that the sponsor of the bill said the border never closes. Okay, $60 billion to Ukraine, $20 billion to border, and the border never closes, done. But I want to ensure that you feel as though you are informed. Sometimes I just get a low-grade irritation that I even have to go through it because none of it matters at this point if the rate-limiting factor is that you don't close the border and only $20 billion in a $118 billion bill goes to the border. <sighs> so we have our on-the-ground correspondent. Maybe this will – we spend our own Alec money. Lynch. Sometimes we're not yeah. necessarily the most prudent with finances. Uh, Thomas Finnegan, he's actually at least at the border right now to give us some insight on the situation of, uh, well, it's also a big problem, just so you know, the human trafficking on the border, yeah, too. So this is something we've discussed, and uh, we actually wanted to have Thomas Finnegan. We have Mug Club we'll get, eyes cover. On yeah. get some eyes on the human trafficking situation, how it affects everyone, leaves no, 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 no family untouched. Uh, on the ground, correspondent Thomas Finnegan. Mr. Finnegan, what are you seeing down there? Hi, Stephen. Yep. What are you seeing? What's going on? At the human well, traffic? as you can see behind me, <coughs> humans in traffic is a serious problem. And it's not just here. It's all over the place. I actually have the stats here that I could go through. This is, it's a traffic report. Of course it is. Of course. Did you really think that today we were going to be doing a, a story on traffic? Wow. Thomas, is that what you thought? You thought we were sending you out to get I, a tra- uh, Hey, do you want quesadillas for lunch? This is... This... Ugh, I, he's texting me about quesadillas now. This actually don't sound bad. I'd like I mean, it. it's not, sure. I mean, I, I'll take but it. But that wasn't the point. What's the difference between a quesadilla and a chimichanga? Oh, a chimichanga is like a burrito. It's like yeah. a fried it's burrito. Rolled up fried. and then deep fried. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. What's a tamale? A tamale is, uh, it's like, um, it's got corn. this corn mixture in it. Yeah. It's called masa, and then it's with meat. You put meat with it, and then you wrap it in yeah. a corn husk. It's a corn taco. Basically. Yeah. Baked. Basically. Inside of, like, anyway, soup. Anyway, delicious. Yeah. The point is, let's, let's put a lunch order in. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I'll take a quesadilla. Yeah, I'll do it. Quesadillas are not bad. They're underrated, not the quesadillas. Bad. They are. 
You go someplace and they're not, they have like an extensive menu, like you can't script the quesadillas. I think they're actually perfectly rated. Yeah? Yeah, I think they're right where they're supposed to be in the, uh, the hierarchy of Mexican foods. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated, Portis. Changed your mind? <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> you know what? I, what? Every now and then I shoot from the hip. I changed his mind. There we there go. You go. <laughs> hey, <laughs> put it on record. I changed Steven Crowder's mind. Yeah. On yes. quesadillas. You no. got to add, you add the last I guess part. you're right. You know what? Because they, ha- they have both their supporters and detractors. Yeah. You know what's overrated? Tostadas. What's a tostada? Ah, it's a flat, bro. It's a get flat out of here with that. Get with the beans and then the meat, and then it's you have awesome. to hold it level. You have to get a level. You have to get a yeah. carpenter, and he has to hold a level, and then you have to eat it without spilling it all yeah. over your place. That's so it part of the sounds food. to me like it's largely the same food, but then yeah. it's differentiated by geometry. Well, a tostada Good. is the same thing as a sopa. Oh no, that's a. It's like a giant oh, nacho. Yeah, like a tostada. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is different from a chimichanga. Yeah, different yes. from a chimichanga yeah. tonga. Changa, chinga, changa, changa, changa. I don't know. Chibi, chibi, changa, changa, cho. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, confusions here Tuesday. This is why we need better public schools because we are the product of it. And so, some places are trying, right? So, let me set this up for you. Uh, in 2020, uh, this this person. I don't want to misgender because we're still technically on YouTube. Yeah, Akia, I don't really Kai Key. Gross is the name of this person. Did she like Kai Key? That's Miss a, Gross. That's translated from uh, yuck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Middle name Black. It, it was Scandinavian for yuck. Uh, this person founded an organization called "quote Woke Kindergarten." Oh. And just to be clear, before we move on here, we're going to uh, talk about this more on, on Mug Club because we just realize there's no good way to do this if no. we're still on YouTube. Sure. Uh, lots of money spent actually went federal funds to this Woke Kindergarten initiative, and uh, scores are worse. There's a spoiler alert. I'm kind of giving you the end because, hey, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And so here is uh, Miss Gross in her own words. I believe Israel has no right to exist. I believe the United States has no right to exist. I believe every settler colony who well, has committed genocide funds. against native people, indigenous people, has no right to exist. White supremacy destroys for the sake of destruction. Abolition destroys for the sake of creation. Okay, hold on. We are not the same. Just one thing, just to be clear, before we move on, I don't like white supremacists, okay? Everyone here agrees? It's all bad. Hitler is bad, right? Okay? (laughs) Hitler, bad. Here we go. That being said, even white supremacists, they don't destroy just for the sake of destruction. That's why they're on top. <laughs> they destroy to get rid of all of the, the, the minority groups so that they believe they can build up a perfect utopia. Hitler didn't just kill Jews for the sake, and Hitler bad, Hitler bad for the yeah. sake of destruction. It's because he wanted to turn it back into what he believed his great mother Prussia before him, and they could return to their pre-embarrassed international stature before the Treaty of Versailles. Like, in other words, to just misidentify the... Pro- the motive, you're not going to know the problem. Mm-hmm. Just to be, and when they say, oh, white supremacists tear down, they destroy just for the sake of destruction, okay, as opposed to, and here's the other thing. This is what the left does. This is what woke ideology, what DEI, what, uh, what black liberation theology does. They want to destroy just for the sake. Okay, so get rid of the curriculum. You get rid of American history as you want to. All right, so you get rid of it and replace it with what? African history? We're going to show up there and go, oh, crap, there's more slaves. There's still more slaves over here. They were selling slaves. They were capturing slaves across America. Oh, there's, by the way, do you hear that sound? That's the sound of the toiling 
and screaming of slaves still there today well, in African Africa. His- African history is easy to teach because it's the same as African present. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just, you don't have to it's- fact check or anything. You just got to, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the same. They're just true. not selling That's to the true. U.S. anymore. <laughs> so what are you going to do? So we, you want to destroy it to teach what? To teach that now you have to acknowledge to the point where I'm like, hey, let's let them destroy it. Let's let them destroy it because mm-hmm. they're like a dog chasing car. Here you go. Get rid of American history. What history are you going to teach? You know what? Let's start with Africa. Let's go over to Asia. Let's go to Middle East. How about we go to any other country that we're talking about? Continent, for crying out loud. More slaves. And to this day, more slaves. And it makes no sense to say that white supremacists destroy for the sake. And just to be clear, white supremacists here in this country, they're socialists. They are socialists who believe in all the social safety net and welfare programs. Only they teach their constituents that it can't work because of black and brown people. And that's exactly what Hitler did. He said, we can have all of these benefits. We can have all of this, these state-run programs we can have the the big big brother and it's actually good we're here to help but only white people throughout history it's not a right-wing ideology these are socialists who then base it off of melanin so this person is teaching children or this person's program is teaching children and hey is it any wonder that the literacy rates the basic functions as far as math all went down because the same person said white people destroy just for the sake of destruction I had something to say about the North and the South earlier. We'll say it in a minute. Save it for Mug Club. All right. So, look, we're going to continue with this. I'm sure we probably had to hit the YouTube dump button at some point. A few times, yeah. If you're watching on Rumble, you can hit that button right there. Join Mug Club. Hey, none of this happens without you and your support. You can yeah. go mugless for $9 right now. And if you're watching on YouTube, I don't... What? Okay. All right. You're still on YouTube, Kinzinger. Thank you, Rumble. YouTube piss off. <laughs>